The welcome offered to Anthony Albanese in India has been on a scale few Australian Prime Ministers have likely ever experienced. His face smiled down from hundreds of billboards plastered across the city of Ahmedabad to celebrate the visit. Yesterday, in the largest stadium on earth, crowds cheered as he and his Indian counterpart, Narendra Modi, did a lap of honour on a motorised golden chariot before the start of the fourth test between India and Australia. But beyond the billboards and the smiles and the showers of flower petals, what will the visit actually achieve? The Chief Executive of the Australian Chamber of Commerce and Industry, Andrew McKellar, is part of the business delegation travelling with the Prime Minister, and he's our guest. Welcome to the program. Well, hello, Patricia. Good to be with you. The Prime Minister and this delegation you're part of has received what appears to be an extremely warm welcome. How would you describe the reception? And does it reflect a sense of optimism about the future of the relationship? Is it sort of, can you can you draw a link between that level of pomp and ceremony and colour and commitment to this relationship? Oh, look, it's been an extraordinary... Extraordinarily uh, warm welcome, as you say, and I think, look, there is a sense of optimism. Uh, I think it's uh, very clear that there are huge opportunities between Australia and India uh, to develop the economic uh, partnership, the relationship uh, that the two countries have. And moving forward, there are going to be, I think, very significant trade opportunities. So I think there's a clear commitment from the business communities in both countries to try and see where those opportunities are and to certainly build on the base that we have at the moment. A new four-year agreement between Australia and Indian business groups was announced overnight. It brings together the largest investors from both nations. What can you tell us about the deal? What does that actually mean? Well, look, I think it's, uh, I think it's a signal of the goodwill that's there, the um, intent uh, for the business communities in both countries to identify Uh, where some of the obstacles are at the moment and to uh, then really try to address those uh, and accelerate, uh, you know, the the trade relationship between the two countries. Uh, uh, Just in December, of course, we had a new trade agreement come into effect. We've already seen, I think, very very tangible results from that. And if we can build on that, if we can get an agreement in place, then really I think uh, we should be able to grow uh, that trade, not just in goods, but also in exchange with uh, with people as well and services uh, in the years ahead. While in Mumbai, the PM attended a chief executive roundtable attended by more than 45 business leaders. What messages were delivered to him? Well, I think there it's really a case of uh, looking at how we address some of the, the barriers that are in place at the moment. Uh, I think one would have to say um, we haven't in the past really optimised the the potential for trade between Australia and India. We're we're starting to see that really growing. Uh, But as we look ahead, um, India is a a huge economy. It's growing very rapidly. Uh, They will have very significant uh, demands if they're going to develop uh, some of the emerging industries that they want to uh, develop. And I think here there's uh, big opportunities for Australian industry with uh, not just raw materials and uh, food products, but you know, uh, smart uh, innovations, um, uh, the knowledge economy uh, that we can really uh, take advantage of. Business is pushing the Albanese government to finalise the India-Australia Comprehensive Economic Cooperation Agreement. Bit of a mouthful, got there. What would that deliver beyond the existing trade agreement negotiated by the former government? 
Well, I think it does take us into some of those uh, emerging areas. So, you know, where we have uh, technological capabilities, uh, you know, digitalization of healthcare, uh, the skills economy, uh, building on the education links uh, that we have. Um, I think these are all areas of potential. Uh, critical minerals, uh, developing the, the processing capabilities in both economies, uh, then I think that will add value. And we should be able to, I think, uh, dramatically increase uh, the level of uh, you know, economic dividends that we're seeing uh, from the current uh, trade relationship. Do the Indian business leaders you've been meeting with share the desire also to finalise that deal? Are they pushing uh, their Prime Minister for the outcome? Is there a sense of urgency among the, commun- the different communities? Well, look, I think that's part of the, the purpose of the, the mission is really to, you know, um, deepen the exchange that we have. Of course, there are uh, a number of uh, companies that are on this uh, mission who have had long-standing links uh, with India. Uh, many of them see that the chance uh, to deepen those uh, linkages uh, and to really increase the benefits for both economies. So, look, I think yeah, on balance, uh, many of the, um, the Indian business uh, people that are meeting with us uh, do see those benefits, um, really. We hope that the governments can now make progress on those negotiations. You're also calling for a streamlining of visa processes for people coming from India. Uh, the High Commissioner, I know, also talks about changes to the way that we do, you know, people-to-people traffic, essentially, the way that we operate that. What do you want to see in that space? I think uh, the, the relationship in terms of the people-to-people links between the the two countries is very important. So at the moment, India is a very rapidly growing uh, tourist market for Australia. Uh, so if we can get uh, more people uh, coming uh, to Australia, uh, that will benefit our tourism industry. We want them to be able to have uh, very simple visa arrangements. Uh, if, if those can be put in place effectively, then that will make it much easier for people to come to Australia and that will benefit our tourism industry. In- International students is another area. Exchange in terms of skilled labour, if we can improve those uh, processes, uh, then, of course, I think it uh, will deliver benefits for both economies. Just finally, Andrew McKellar, Aki has been critical of the RBA's interest rate hikes. Do you believe the economy can weather another one without being pushed into negative territory like recession or, or are you worried about the consequences? Uh, I, I, look, I, I think... We've seen um, a, a very significant series of interest rate increases uh, over the last nine or ten months. Uh, our sense is that we've got to the point where it is starting to have a real impact on a number of sectors in the economy, in particular for small business. So at this point, we're saying you know, it, it's time to pause, to take stock. Uh, many of the inflationary pressures that we're feeling in the economy at the moment are coming from overseas. They're not domestically uh, you know, originated. Uh, and in those circumstances, um, just continuing to push interest rates up uh, as aggressively as the Reserve Bank has been, if that keeps going, it runs the risk that it will do real damage uh, to some sectors in the economy. We think it's uh, time to take stock, uh, see where things go over the coming months uh, before, uh, you know, whether, considering whether they need to raise rates further at this point. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Patricia. It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio stations live and on demand 
on the ABC Listen app.